Good evening and welcome to the All For Us podcast. This is episode three and tonight I'm going to be explaining all about breathwork and my experiences with it and the knowledge I've got that I've, from the books I've read and the podcasts I've listened to. And, you know, the last thing I want to do is take credit for things that I've learned off other people, you know, so I'm going to try and share the love and, you know, send appreciation to the people that I've learned off so you can sort of do a deep dive on and read books yourself and you know at the end of the day I'm no doctor and I want that to be made perfectly clear Um, you know I'm putting myself out there on these podcasts and open to criticism so I want to say I'm not a doctor and this is just all my experience but I'm sharing it because I feel like it could still help people. So as I say tonight I'm talking about breathing now, you might be thinking, well, breathing's automatic. You know, what are you telling us how to breathe for? You know, and I agree, breathing is part of the autonomic nervous system, which means it happens automatic without you even thinking about it. Now, there's one key word there that I've just said, nervous system. Why is the nervous system so important? The nervous system is so important because... Depending on what state the nervous system is in, depends very much on how you see the world. If you are operating through the lens of stress, through the lens of fear, or through the lens of calm, through the lens of relax and peace. So essentially, your breath, which happens automatically, your breathing, which happens automatically, sends the signal to your brain through the diaphragm, to let it know what state you're in, whether you're fearful, whether you're stressed, whether you're calm, whether you're relaxed. Now, think about that for one moment. If your breath happens automatically and it's sending signals to your brain, then think of how many moments throughout the day you're getting into a state of fear or a state of stress without even realising it. Now, I want to explain about the breath in particular, to do with the inhale and the exhale. So if you think of the inhale, when, let's have a look at an obvious stressful event, right? it might not be for everyone this one, but you know, just the one that comes to mind. Think about a spider, right? If you're scared of spiders, when it runs along the carpet and it's a really big massive spider, you're going to probably go <gasps> like that, right? Automatically, you're going to inhale That's sending all the signals to your brain that you're in a state of fear and panic. And then your heart's going to start racing. Your body's going to operate as if it's in fight or flight. You know, it thinks it's... Because it's evolved like a cave, you know, back in caveman times. It thinks there's a woolly mammoth in your cave. But really, it's just a spider. But the body, you know, the body thinks... It behaves like it did thousands upon thousands upon years ago. So, a spider is a very obvious thing. However... Throughout our day-to-day lives, through the working environment, you know, traffic jams, we get into these mild states of stress or fear without realising it in, you know, a traffic jam or an email you don't like or a confrontation of a colleague or, you know, triggered by your partner or your parents. You're going into these mild states of fear then and that's affecting your nervous system. So throughout the weeks and throughout the months, you know, you're dysregulating your nervous system into a state of fear, state of panic, fight or flight, and you're 
staying in that zone, essentially, without coming back out of it. So, essentially, a lot of people are living their lives in a mild state of fear. And this basically means that if anything happens in life, you're going to quickly fly off the handle because you're more or less triggered right away. You're like a coiled spring, ready to react. Your nervous system's so drained, so you're going to pick up illnesses. You are, you're going to have no willpower. So by the end of the week, it's no surprise you're going to get a takeaway and binge and have addictive habits because your nervous system's fried, you know. Essentially, that's what's happening. The better state your nervous system is in, the better that you will see the world, right? If your nervous system is regulated, and I'll, you know, I'll go on to that in a moment, how you do that, how you self-soothe, how self-soothe <laughs> eventually, you can see the world better. You have better moods, you feel better about the world, you feel better, you have a better capacity to react to stressful events, you know, and essentially, yeah, so I'm going to get on to the, I've explained the inhale and how important it is, it sends the signal to your brain to put you into a state of fear. Now the exhale, think about when you get home from work and you sit on the sofa, you sigh, you relax, you know, it's the exhale. That sends the signal to your brain that everything's fine, everything's calm, relaxed, and we, you know, rest and digest, as they say. So the inhale, fight or flight, you know, that is the sympathetic nervous system to get scientific on it. The exhale, the calm and relax, is the parasympathetic nervous system. So generally speaking, we're living our lives, we're getting triggered, we're going into mild states of stress, we're staying there. And by the end of the week, by the end of the months and stuff, you're just totally fried. You're picking up illnesses. You're making poorer decisions. Your willpower's gone to shit. You're snapping at your partner. And it's all down to your dysregulated nervous system. So, I've noticed that. And through education, I have become to realise how you can self-soothe yourself in situations. So, it's about... You know, one of the most important quotes that I've learned in life is between stimulus and response is a gap. Within that gap lies your power. That power, you can change your life. So think of a moment where you're in the car and, you know, a traffic jam's coming up and you feel yourself getting into that, ooh, you know, that mild state of, well, this is a bit stressful. You know, nothing astronomical, but you can just feel it. You know, you feel it coming on, a little bit of stress coming on. You can then immediately you know, just do two or three deep sighs, prolonging the sigh, prolonging the exhale. You're going to override that stressful event and put yourself into a calm state, right? That is priceless. I do that, you know, a good 10 to 20 times throughout the day just to reset my nervous system, put myself into a state of calm and let my body know that everything's fine. You know, I've got an email I don't like, so be it, it's fine, I'm, I'm okay, my body doesn't need to react in a stress and I can override that and put myself into a state of calm. Now, what you notice is once you do that little technique, you are regulating your nervous system. By the end of the week, you're not fried, you're not too stressed, you've got capacity to make better decisions, your willpower's still there. You can, you know, go to the gym, you're not going to sack it off because you're not going to be totally drained. You're not going to be snapping at your partner. 
You're not going to be picking up as many illnesses because your nervous system's better. You're going to be getting in better moods. You're going to be waking up in the mornings. You're not going to be cranky or in a bad mood till dinner time. You're not going to have to rely on coffee to put you in a better mood all the time. Honestly, it is, it's profound, it really is. And it's just by self-regulating your nervous system. Now, basically, your nervous system, if in a state of, you know, mild state of fear, mild state of fight or flight, you're not going to connect with people either. There's a theory now called the polyvagus theory. Shout out to Dr. Stephen Porges. You can listen to him on podcasts. You can, you know, he's got a book. And he has understood that the lack of connection in the world is down to people being in these dysregulated nervous systems and essentially they're in this hypervigilant defensive mode all of their day-to-day lives so you know it's not a bit of wonder they're just looking at the phone for that quick hit of dopamine or the stimulus of the phone or getting distracted away from the partners because they, they can't sit and make eye contact and have a deep meaningful conversation because they're in these hypervigilant states so they're avoiding things so Regulating your nervous system through your breath is absolutely profound. You'll connect better to your lovers, to your, you know, to your friends, to your colleagues, because you'll be in a more controlled state. So regulate your nervous system through your breath. It is absolutely life-changing. I can't you know, promote that enough. And that is essentially using your breath in your day-to-day life to see the world through a better lens. You know, and what I've found is by doing that, You know, it's like, you know, I've often said about like stoicism and, you know, perspective and, you know, seeing the world through a different perspective. You can only see the world through a negative lens if your nervous system is fried. If somebody comes along and tries to be toxic positive to you and says, oh, you know, just see it like this. See it as an opportunity when you're stuck in traffic. You're not going to see the world in any other lens other than negative if you're in a fried nervous system. So by doing the calm and relax, putting yourself into this calm state regulating yourself throughout the days you'll be able to look into all these adversities through the day traffic jam you know burst tire on a pothole you'll see them as opportunities you'll no longer be triggered so impulsively to fly yourself off the handle you'll be able to have that lens where it's like oh you know pothole it is what it is you know i'll learn how to change a tire and i'm not just saying that to like you know, trying to say that I'm in this way of living, like I've got there through regulating my nervous system and I do, I am grateful for everything that comes my way, you know, any adversity, I see it as an opportunity and it's all through just regulating my nervous system. You know, don't get us wrong, I'm not perfect, there is moments where you, you know, of course you get stressed and you get angry and, you know, everyone does, but these are tools you can use to lessen the amount of triggered energy that you feel you know the triggers that you do get are less severe you can handle them you come down by off you come down from them sooner so you know you might get triggered and take a few deep breaths you may be a bit of a grumble or whatever a bit of a rant but then you back down it hasn't ruined your whole day or it hasn't ruined your next conversation at work or you you know when you get home you're not still seething you know how many times do you see people who have an event and it just affects their entire day you know, oh, the whole day's ruined now. No, it isn't. Take responsibility, breathe, regulate your nervous system, and get back on top. You know, that, that's what it's about, and uh, I am passionate about it, so, you know, I apologise if I'm labouring that point and coming across as, 
you know, a little bit too, uh, you know, too much. But it's just because I've seen the effect it can have on people. And, you know, it can change people's lives. So, yeah, the second half of this podcast, I want to explain about how we can use breath work practices in our lives. So as well as integrated it in our life, as I've, you know, just explained, you know, use little techniques you can use, you can use in your life. You can also set aside some time to, you know, do a practice and they can be profound as well. So, for example, the Wim Hof Method. The Wim Hof Method is essentially, you know, you maybe take 10 or 15 minutes, you know, get yourself sitting down. You can follow it on YouTube. You know, you maybe do a few rounds of breathing. Now, essentially, what it is doing, it is giving your body an adrenaline response to create a better capacity to handle stressful situations. So... You might notice when you're doing the Wim Hof method that you're actually doing these inhales. So you're going, and you're doing like, you know, you're blown out as well. So you might think, well, why am I putting myself into an involuntary, like a voluntary state of fight or flight? It's because you put, you're trying to create that adrenaline response. You're essentially putting yourself into a mild state of fear and then getting over it in real time. So you are creating a blueprint within this practice that you can be in a state of panic and then come down and relax from it so it's like the gym for your for your nervous system essentially if you look at the gym you're putting your muscles under a state of stress you're breaking them down you're taxing them but they're going to grow back stronger so the Wim Hof method one facet of it certainly is putting your nervous system into a state of stress, into a state of adrenaline response, and then you're soothing yourself afterwards. So you're creating a better capacity to handle stress within doing this method. Also, within the Wim Hof method, because you are doing these deep cyclical breaths, and you're breathing out and you're breathing in, you are getting rid of carbon dioxide. Now, carbon dioxide, because we're all taking these, you know, throughout life, we're all taking these really shallow breaths through our chest instead of our belly, our blood, because we've all got too much excessive carbon dioxide, becomes what they call acidic. Now, if your blood becomes acidic, you are primed for picking up illnesses. Because the very first thing that happens is when you're in a stressful state, your blood levels become, you know, from alkaline to acidic, which basically means your nervous system and your immune system is all going to be so stressed, so primed for picking up illnesses, um, you know, and essentially that's what it's doing. So... By doing this deep cyclical breaths, which the Wim Hof method does, you're getting rid of all the carbon dioxide, uh, which is acidic, and your blood resets to an alkaline level, which is perfect for having a great immune system for fighting off illnesses. And that's why the Wim Hof method has proved so profound in terms of repairing your immune system, fighting off illnesses, putting you into a state where, you know, any viruses and things that are around or, you know, any situations that you might find yourself in where you know you might pick up a bug your immune system is going to be top notch you know it's going to be have a force field around it in terms of fighting it off because your blood's going to be in an alkaline level rather than acidic and you know that is is basically setting your body up to the best possible state to you know fight off any illnesses now the third facet of the Wim Hof method, you know, it's, it keeps on giving. It really does. It's a really good practice to get into. You can get into these really deep meditative states through your breath, 
and release a lot of stored emotions in the body that have probably been built up for years. You know, I remember the first guided Wim Hof method I'd done. And, you know, it was a good, really deep sort of session. You feel so calm and blissed out. And, you know, I remember getting tears of joy and, you know, laughter. And, you know, just like a, a release of... It could have been from when I was a child, you know, some traumas that I had built up or or whatever it was. And, and I just have this sense of release. And afterwards, you just feel lighter. You feel like you've kind of shed a lot of stored emotions or, you know, things that needed out. And it's like I said in, you know, the other episode, like the importance of feeling these emotions and getting these energies out that have been stuck there for years. And, you know, the more educated I get in these types of things, I'm realising that everything is, is essentially energy. And you look at the likes of Reiki, once over, I would have been totally dismissive against that. You know, energy healing, what's all that about? But you realise that these emotions are energy and you've got these meridian points on your body that are like gateways into releasing energy. So, you know, there's the EFT tapping that a lot of people are getting into now where you're actually tapping these meridian points and feeling a self-soothe or releasing something that's trapped. And... You know, I'm having a bit of a segue here and a bit of a going off on tangent, but I just want to explain the the benefits of getting educated in these things and trying them because they could work for you, you know. this The woo-woo things that people used to dismiss, I am becoming more and more open to them and trying them and, and realising that there's benefit to them. So, yeah. So I just want to leave you with a little something, you know, branching off from the Wim Hof method and it's something that I do every day every morning it's the first non-negotiable thing I've got in the morning and it's essentially 10 conscious breaths through what they call box breathing and if there's one thing I do every day that is a non-negotiable it is this thing because I know that it's gonna it's gonna put me into a state of calm it's gonna put my blood levels into a state of alkaline and it's gonna you know, soothe my nervous system before the day. So I'm going to have a fighting chance of winning each day before it's even started. And it takes you, you know, a couple of minutes max. It's essentially 10 conscious breaths through the box breathing method. And, you know, I'll give you a couple of rounds of it now. It's essentially just fully in and then hold for five seconds. And then fully out. And then for hold for five seconds. And that's one round. So I do that ten times. So it's then fully in. Hold for five seconds. Fully out. Hold for five seconds. And so on. So that's two rounds. I do that ten times. It takes me you know, probably less than a couple of minutes. And it's putting it into the best state to be in for each day. So, yeah, I feel like... You know, again, creeping up till 20-minute marks, I feel as though I've, you know, probably had a good deep dive there, give you all my knowledge that I've got on, you know, breath work, integrating breathing into your life in terms of controlling it, the importance of that. And, you know, if you want to deep dive any further, there's the Wim Hof Method on YouTube. Um, there's Andrew Huberman as well. He's got an amazing podcast all about, you know, talking about breath work on various episodes. And, you know, yeah. Go ahead and, and see what you think because it is worth, you know, worth investing time into. It can change your life. So 
yeah, it's becoming a bit of a theme, but I want to end on just a poem that I've wrote. It's called Inhale, Exhale. Before you overthink any negative self-talk, take a deep breath and go for a walk. If the world is heavy and you're feeling a bit frail, gain calm and assurance with a simple exhale. When you're anxious and frustrated and you have no willpower left, get back on top with a slow deep breath. If people are annoying and make you want to shout, take four seconds in and four seconds out. When in the middle of a nightmare that you'd soon rather leave, remember how lucky you are just to breathe. Thank you for listening and it's been a pleasure. I tried to come up with a little sort of saying at the end of each podcast and I remember I butchered it on the last one. But I think I've got one now that I am quite happy with. So until next time, stay conscious, stay loving and stay true to yourself.